Hi there, everyone, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. In this episode, we have a homily for Sunday, May 23rd, 2021, which is Pentecost Sunday. I'd like to start off by saying happy birthday because at Pentecost, we celebrate the birthday of the church. Let's begin with a reading from the book of the Acts of the Apostles. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rushing of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, and at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear, each of us, in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy." And I will show portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Word of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, hello there, everyone, and again, happy birthday. Today we celebrate Pentecost Sunday, often referred to as the birthday of the Christian church. When we celebrate a person's birthday, we are celebrating the arrival of a new life in the world. When we celebrate Pentecost, there is a very real sense in which we are celebrating that God began something new through the arrival of God's Spirit. It's as if God partnered with humanity and gave birth to the movement that we call the Christian Church. 
It's on Pentecost Sunday that we celebrate God doing something new, both among people of faith and in the world at large. Last week, we considered that Scripture offers us several examples in which God found new ways to engage with humanity. At Christmas, God took on human form, physically walking in our midst in the person of Jesus Christ. At Easter, we recall that although Jesus experienced physical death, he also miraculously overcame death. Easter reminds us that death is not the end of the story, not for Jesus and not for us. Last week, we heard Luke's account of Jesus' last moments on earth before returning to heaven. Jesus tasked his disciples with continuing his work and teachings and promised to equip them and to equip us for the task. It's on Pentecost that we see that promise being fulfilled as Jesus' followers are equipped for the task that they are given. The book of Acts describes the arrival of the Holy Spirit as a blowing, rushing wind, or like a wildfire. We are told that the Spirit arrived suddenly and without warning. The author goes on to describe the Holy Spirit in very dynamic language, a rushing wind or like tongues of fire. The Spirit equipped the faithful to do something that they had previously been unable to do. God's Spirit spoke through everyday people, allowing them to speak in other languages, languages that they had not previously spoken, all so that they could tell others about God. God empowered willing people and enabled them to overcome the barriers that divided them so that other people could encounter God. Overcoming barriers and encouraging encounters with God. This concept is the very definition of what it means to grow the church. This does not mean that God's spirit was something that the faithful summoned, controlled, or manipulated. This is a story about God working in people's lives in ways that are new and unpredictable so that God's goals are accomplished. Faithful people become the vehicle for God's agency in the world. Another thing that we see in this story is the Holy Spirit's connection to creation. In the earliest biblical accounts, we are told that in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Soon after, we read that God formed humanity out of dirt from the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life. Humanity came alive, a living soul. From the very beginning, God's Holy Spirit was actively involved in bringing creation to life. We see God's Spirit being compared to the air that God breathed into our lungs. It's little wonder, then, that we read about God's Spirit breathing spiritual life into faithful people as the Christian church went through its birth pangs in the Acts of the Apostles. Our reading from the book of Acts describes a pretty powerful and unique situation. In fact, it was so unique and unexpected 
that some of those present thought that the people who were speaking were drunk. The Apostle Peter goes on to explain that what had just happened was a work of God. Peter explains that these events had been predicted by a man named Joel 900 years earlier. Joel wrote, In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days, I will pour out my Spirit, and they shall prophesy. Every time I read these words, I get chills. They describe God at work partnering with all kinds of people, young and old, male and female, rich and poor. All are welcomed to partner with God, also that God's work might be done in the world. Whenever we talk about Pentecost, we're not just talking about the birth of the church as though it were some inanimate object. When we talk about Pentecost, we're talking about the people of God leaping into life and action, like flames leaping into the air. When we talk about Pentecost, we're talking about God breathing life into people, so that our faith flourishes into life and begins to grow. As people of faith, we are not called to be static and unchanging. We are called to something that is alive and growing, reflecting God's creativity. As followers of Christ, we are called to live out a faith of inspired vision. We aren't just called to see the world as it is. We are called to partner with God and imagine how the world might become. So what does this mean for you and I today? What is the practical application for our lives here and now? Pentecost challenges us to boldly seek out God's will in our lives in our faith communities, and in our world. Whenever we pray the Lord's Prayer, we ask that God's kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven. At Pentecost, we are reminded that God invites us into partnership so that we each might become the vehicle through which God's kingdom comes. Two of the most prominent biblical metaphors compare the Spirit of God to wind and to fire. These metaphors help remind us that this partnership with God is dynamic and not static. It's through this partnership with God that we become the agents through which God changes not only the world, but the lives of people, both our lives and the lives of others. One scholar described the arrival of God's Spirit this way. Like the wind, the Spirit moves us in different ways, sending us to other places and nesting us into other ground. To experience Pentecost, it is necessary to search for change and to allow ourselves to be changed. Changes mean new forms of consciousness, awareness, commitments, and agency. At its core, Pentecost celebrations invite us to dream with God and to dare to imagine the world in new ways. Let's pray. God of wind and flame, send your life-giving spirit upon your people. 
Give fire to our words, strength to our witness, and boldness to our proclamation of your wondrous work in Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns now and forever. Amen.